0: I do a lot of work with couples, spend a lot of my time working with couples. I do individuals too, I work with them and help but couples has been um, something that I do. I wrote a book called The Long Hot Marriage back in 2008, it came out. And uh, I've done a lot of work helping couples rekindle passion. So I do want to say that um, there's a lot of reasons why couples oftentimes come to me and they've lost their connection. There's oftentimes um, family issues from the past that we've learned, we've learned bad habits. We have part of us that can protect us and in protecting us, we end up distancing ourselves, putting up walls, or we can protect by fighting and yelling too. There are all defense mechanisms. So there's many things that can be uh, stressful situations in life uh, that come up and that are challenging for us. Typical ones of financial challenges, children challenges, all that can contribute. But today, I want to talk about another aspect of what contributes to couples having challenges connecting, and they, they lose their sense of we, they lose their sense of aliveness and passion. And that is about our priorities, our conscious, decisive priorities. And that what we really need to do is reevaluate our priorities for a balanced life, that makes room for us as intimate partners. And that is not something that many of us have seen. Uh, When we grew up in our families, we oftentimes saw parents working, maybe one, maybe both, and running around taking us to sports or dance classes or whatever. But we really didn't see a whole lot of role modeling for just couples prioritizing their time together slowing down together. And uh, it's not easy to do oftentimes, these days, because we're so busy, that sometimes not always, but sometimes, to uh, make our intimate time a priority means we have to say no to something else. I would say probably almost always. Now, that something else could be a couple hours of TV knock it down to one, then you got one hour, you could be with each other. But it also could be that we need to make it a priority and we think accordingly. We make sure we get the kids to bed earlier. We make sure that we set boundaries with our work. And that's not always easy to do, depending on what work we have. If we're business owners like myself, we need to be able to prioritize our intimate relationship and not be driven by the part of us that needs to be more successful. And I'm all for success, of course, at work, but not at the expense of the relationship. And, you know, like I've said this for decades now is if we do 10 minutes a day of quality time with our partner minimum, I mean, I would think that we could do more at least some evenings let's say during a work week. Could you imagine if all we had to do is 10 to 30 minutes a day to be successful in our careers? But typically, it's 10 hours a day, not 10 minutes a day, or in this case, 10 to 30 minutes a day, I'll say. But yet, we'll put in the 10, the 11, the 12, the more hours for work, and we don't put in the 10, 20, 30 minutes, as couples. So we need to make conscious decisions. Because it pays off. There are dividends. We can't just keep letting our minds take us to where we automatically go. And if you're an achiever, you might automatically go to making more or being more if you're, if you're working a lot, or if you're, you know, being parent, a parent is very important. You, you take care of the kids and that's great. Keep taking care of those kids. But let's make room in our psyche and in our lives for us as a couple. Um, a few notes I took down here. Um, so we need to value a more balanced, less hurried lifestyle. That's that takes discipline, actually, because we have to say no to ourselves. Everyone, you know, there's a thing FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. I've been talking about JOMO, joy of missing out. What things can I miss out on so that I can make time? And, and room and have the energy for my partner. So this really can benefit um, each other. It really can. I mean, the benefits own health to slow down. And even on an individual basis, we've learned the benefits of slowing down. I meditate every day. I mean, I think I'm way more effective with work and I've probably made more money by not working 30 minutes and meditating every day. That's just me, it doesn't have to be 30. Um, but I think I'm coming out ahead by not working, because when I do go to work, I'm more effective. Making room to have a slowing down with our partner. I, I could tell you that when couples slow down 10, 20, 30 minutes during the work week, maybe a little bit more than when they can on the weekends, uh, it's, it's a game changer for those relationships. We need to create rituals and routines. It's not gonna just happen. We need to make it happen. And how we make it happen is we set time aside and we create like the rituals maybe we say look on wednesday evenings at 7 30 or when the kids are in bed at 8 30 depending on how old the kids are or whatever that let's sit down no tv and just talk that would be a ritual it would be a set ritual on thursdays let's just not have to talk and just touch. Now, it doesn't have to be that rigid. And of course, if you have something you really want to say on a Thursday, you you know, you do it. But I'm just saying that creating rituals and creating routines are very important. Now, I know that my wife and I, and I said this in a recent video, started taking dance lessons. And so sometime after dinner, we'll be practicing maybe just for 10 or 15 minutes, but that's a ritual. And it's becoming a routine. But it's a it's a practice dance ritual that we do. Uh, we, we promise us we're gonna do it at least four times a week. And then we have our lesson once a week, because we've done the other thing Well, we take, take the lessons, didn't practice and then it's like starting all over again. And it's a nice way for us to connect. Evening walks just taking an evening walk, that could be a ritual. Let's take an evening walk every night, or a couple of nights a week. And you pick those nights, don't leave it up to when you could slip it in, you got to make it happen, you got to schedule it. Studies have shown that scheduled things trump unscheduled things. So you need to schedule it. Um Having weekend breakfast together, where you say to the kids, if you have kids around, we're going to eat with you, but on Saturday mornings, it's just mom and I, and we'll give you something else because we're going to spend some quality time together. It's okay to set boundaries with our children and say, give them the message, we're a couple. Now, obviously, the age has something to do with it. And obviously, you can't just do that with infants and toddlers. You want to create a sense of shared experiences with each other. I've been telling people there's a game called there's a bunch of cards. It's a card game called Let's Get Deep. A little shout out for that game. I'm not making any money on it. Maybe I should be an affiliate, but I'm not. Um, but that's a that's a great thing. You can buy that game and you could create a ritual of you know maybe two nights of the week. You take that game out. You ask some questions. You just spend a half hour doing that. It really can connect you. So like I said, there are many factors that can go into a couple being disconnected. But what I'm focusing on today is just making a conscious decision-making, prioritizing your relationship. You have to chisel out time to make that happen. If you don't, it won't. It just – you know, we go back to our automatic behavior. So – it's like just about anything that's challenging that we go to our automatic behavior unless we, um, we we chisel out the time, we think about what we could do, and we follow up on it. And we do it, we think about it in advance. So that I think can make a major difference in your relationship. Prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. It's worth it. Everybody benefits. I mean, think of the benefits. There are health benefits, there are relationship benefits, there are sexual benefits within the couple. The children, even if they protest at first because they want mommy and daddy's attention, they are going to feel more secure when they have see their parents playing together and affection together um, and spending time together. It actually is very comforting to the children when they see that. So... I'm trying to think of any benefits like I can think of off the top of my head, but, you know, relationship benefits, number one, health benefits, benefits for the children, what, what do we need, right? Um, so that that's why not? I mean, what do we get committed to our partner for? To, to be, have more life. To, in, in order to have more life, we need to make it happen. All right. That's what I wanted to say. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.